Yet another exciting weekend of postseason action in the NHL deserves another spicy Monday episode of the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. And Steele and I are here to break down everything that you need, both from the weekend and to tee up Monday's action. Thank you for joining us. Let's get right to it. Your Locked On Fantasy Hockey, your daily podcast on fantasy hockey. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to your source for fantasy hockey news and daily degenerate gambling breakdowns. It's the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Joined, as always, by your esteemed co-host and mine as well, Mr. Steel Roden. You can find his work all across YouTube, NHL Quick Hits, and all across the Locked On NHL Network. I'm your boy, Big Flip Livingstone, and you know where to find my work, The Score, NHL, CBC, everywhere you find your hottest content for the NHL and betting news. But more importantly, today's episode, my friends, is brought to you by our friends at Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. And also, thank you for making us your first listen every single day. As much as it slows down these months, deal for you and I in the fantasy realm, we're always bringing these takes, daily recaps, especially after the weekend, lots to talk about. We're going to tie it back into fantasy realm, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to Matthew Kachuk. And what he's doing right now for this Florida Panthers team is special. We want to talk about that on today's episode. Where do you draft him next year, Steele? Because all of a sudden... This is becoming really important because it seems to me like he is potentially one of the most influential fantasy players out there. Dallas, Vegas, game two recap, Florida, Carolina, game two recap and game three tee up. We're going to get to it all. And also, Steele, I need to ask you about Aiden Hill is out dueling Jake Ottinger. There is a lot of very intriguing storylines to talk about. And we're going to tie it all back to fantasy. And of course, Monday's big time bets. I want to throw it over to you, though, my friend. Let's start with this Dallas Vegas series. A lot already, all these games already going to overtime. (laughs) What else do you need when you're a hockey fan right now? What are you seeing from this Vegas Dallas series? Hit me with your top takeaways from another close game two. Hey, more hockey, the better, man. I love what I'm watching in both the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. Every single game so far mm-hmm. has been just incredible. But what I took away from game two is the team that won isn't always the team that deserves to win in the end. But at the end of the day, got the job done. And sometimes that's all you can ask for, especially if you're a head mm-hmm. coach. Maybe you don't think your team deserved to win, but you still came up with a big two points or just a big win in a series like this. And now the Vegas Golden Knights find themselves up Two nothing. Uh, but I thought Dallas played a really great game, a really solid mm-hmm. game uh, mm-hmm. for for sixty minutes in, in the in regular time. Unfortunately, get beat uh, on a bad line change quickly in overtime uh, to start things off for that you know extra frame. Um, but for me, this really comes down to the Vegas Golden Knights stars star players showing up the entire postseason as well as in this series already. Mark Stone takes advantage of a, of a very bad five on three situation for the Dallas stars. He buries his sixth goal of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Marshall. So buries his sixth of the playoffs as well, late in the third period to tie yeah. up the game at two. And then Chandler Stevenson going hard to the net, 
going for the rebound and, and there's an open net and he quickly buries that in overtime. And, you know, I said one of the players in Shea Theodore, I thought Shea Theodore really needed to be better uh, in the postseason as well as just start get uh, just get going in this series as well. And what does he do? He's he's quick to realize he's quick with the awareness of what's going on and realizes mm-hmm. the Dallas Stars are going for a sloppy change. He joins the rush. He takes a pass from Mark Stone. He puts the puck on net. And Chandler Stevenson's there to bury the open net and, and secure the win for the Vegas Golden Knights to go up 2-0 in this series. You look at the Stars. Marshall so had two points. Stevenson had two points. Mark Stone had two points. Theodore and Eichel getting one assist as well mm-hmm. uh, in, in this game two action. So for me, the Stars showed out. And, you know, like you said, Aiden Hill really battling strong right now against Jake Ollinger. Who would have thought, like you said, this goalie carousel for the Vegas Golden Knights. You never know who's going to be in the blue paint, it seems like, every other night. But Aiden right. Hill is taking is making the most of this opportunity. But for me, it's really the Stars showed out for the Vegas Golden Knights. Now they're up 2-0 in the series. Most definitely, Steelen. This is one of these things. I don't even know where to really take this conversation because <laughs> I think you know, especially me, I, I haven't given this Vegas team nearly enough credit. And I've already said what I need to say to kind of eat my hat on that kind of side of things because they're here for a reason. And now look at this, two games up, getting it done by committee. We don't need to break down that angle as well. Chandler Stevenson, though, Aiden Hill, these are some unsung heroes that you never would have really banked on for this Vegas Golden Knights seem to be this successful. And maybe that's the angle we need to look at uh, because that's what happens in a Stanley Cup run. It's such a battle for this title that you know there's going to be guys that we didn't maybe expect to step up. Chandler Stevenson, best season of his career this year. Maybe we should yeah. have expected that. But that carousel that you mentioned, I don't think we've ever seen this before in the NHL with a team playing that many goaltenders during the regular season and still have like throwing Lambrassaw in there to start. I think you and I both had to kind of break down the benefits and the disadvantages of having a guy in there. And he showed out a little bit and then you have to go back to Aiden Hill. I'm just a bit flabbergasted by this situation, honestly, Steele and hats off to the Vegas Golden Knights taking both games at home. Do I think Dallas is out of it? Absolutely not. And, you know, maybe we'll talk a little bit about that on Tuesday's episode when we tee up those games. I just want to leave it at this for you and throw it back over to you for your take because as much as Hints has been amazing, Robertson stepping up a little bit, who do you think needs to step up for Dallas? I know Jake Ottinger is the obvious, but who needs to step up? Because to me, someone needs to kind of take the reins here, and I know Hints has done his thing. But they're in trouble now, and I don't know what they have to do to pull themselves out of it, to be honest. Look, I don't think they have to do much. Again, I think they were the better team. Yeah, they were the better team for majority of game two. They played a way better game for 60 minutes. And again, they got beat on a sloppy change to start the overtime. And Mm -hmm. and Vegas made quick work of a four-on-three opportunity. I think Peter DeBoer, we've talked about the coaching matchups. This is a, a good time for Peter DeBoer, a little bit of a revenge mode. And like you said, that you don't they're down to nothing, but they're not out of this by the by a long shot. A team has to win four games to win a series, and that's all that matters. So as long as there's an opportunity and a and, ch- and a chance, Dallas still remains in this series. And again, I, I think they've played great in both first two games. 
Uh, there's not much to change. They just got, they just got very unlucky True. in game two, a True. very bad, one bad sloppy change. But I want to go to what you were talking about and uh, about for next year. I know we're going to talk about Matthew Kachuk very shortly. Where will he end up in next year's fantasy draft? But as well for Vegas, this, this makes me take a look at some of those other uh, other players right now and where they might end up. Like Chandler Stevenson, what's going to happen with him next year? Does he move yeah. up in his fantasy value? Yep. We've talked about Jack Eichel as well about – you know, I, I believe I drafted him in the fourth round, maybe the fifth round uh, in, in both my fantasy uh, fantasy leagues this year. Does his fantasy value go up as well? But what I want to ask real quickly before we move forward, mm. uh, what about Mark Stone, his fantasy value? He's having a great playoffs. You know, this is a guy that has struggled to play games in the regular season over the last five, six years. You go back to the year that he was traded from Ottawa. I think that was the last year. I think he's played one season over 60 games plus in the last six years. I got it open here. He has he played. He, struggled, he struggled to play one. games in the regular yep. season. Yep. Yeah. He's played one, one season. He's played more than 60 plus games in a year in the last six years. So he's definitely struggled to play games, but when he is mm -hmm. in the lineup, he's almost a, a point per game player. And, yep. and now that he's showcasing this again, that, you know, he's 31 years old, but he's showcasing what he's still got in the playoffs. Yeah. Where does he end up in next year's fantasy draft? He was drafted in the 12th round, so there's such a lot of guys on Vegas right now. Such an interesting question, Steele, and I'm actually glad you brought it up because it was one of the things that when I was putting together notes for today's episode, it's a great question because when he's in there and healthy, Mark Stone to me is just an absolute gamer. There's so much to like about what he brings to the table. Like Fantasy is one thing, but if you're a coach in the NHL, by the way, Bruce Cassidy goes from the Bruins to the Golden Knights. <laughs> Look at what the Bruins did and his imprint, you know, his fingerprints are all over that squad. This guy, I think, seriously, you and I have talked a little bit over the last week or so about some of these coaches that are really starting to make an impact on their team success. My goodness, Bruce Cassidy right there at the top of the list. So that's one thing. Mark Stone, to me, aside from the injury steal, such a beast. And yeah, that's where, for me, I'm going to cop out again. You know me on these cop-out answers, and we're going to get to everything else. Matthew Kachuk, Carolina Hurricanes, Florida Panthers, big-time bets for Monday night. But let me wrap it up with this. If he can stay healthy, Steele, I absolutely love Mark Stone, and I'd be comfortable taking him. And hit me with your take on this before we go to break. I'm going to say third, fourth round, if he can stay healthy. Depending on the format, it's just like, Gambling on him too high is a very risky player. And if he can pay off and stay healthy, he's just such a good quality daily NHLer. What's your take, though, on what I'm saying? I'm going to say fourth round. I'm going to cop out even more. Fourth round. Fourth round might be a little bit high for me. Like, and mm. The thing is, again, I'll give a quick answer here, but he plays, what, on an average 50 to 60 games a year, it seems like, over the last six or seven That's seasons. That's the issue, and even then, he's still putting up consistently like 60, 65 points, 55 points. So in points. 77 games, his highest played in the NHL since his, you know, his third year, he put up 73 points in 77 games. So but I think the caveat a, is just his yeah, He's been a very consistent guy whenever he's in the lineup. Yeah, fourth again, is too almost, high, my bad, too high. Almost a point-per-game type of player, but it, again, it's the health issues. How much mm -hmm. risk is there to the reward mm -hmm. satisfaction that you can take? 
do you take him? Do you go early in the fourth round? I don't, I think that might be a little early. I'm thinking more like sixth or seventh. Yeah. That's, no, that's a little bit bad. more risk to reward management right there. But Thank you. I think his fantasy value definitely goes up from round. That's round. why we do this show together, Steele. I appreciate <laughs> you. We're going to come back from the break though, and talk about Matthew Kachuk making his mark on the NHL. This is something mm-hmm. though, as fantasy GMs, we need to talk about it, Steele. We need to break it down because I think he's one of those pieces that is going to be a factor on winning fantasy teams for the next number of years. I want to talk a little bit more about Bobrovsky. I want to talk about some yep. bets for Monday night. Thank you for joining us for Monday's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Steele and I love buying tickets for our favorite events, and it shouldn't be stressful. You don't want to be stressed out when you buy tickets, and that's why you download Game Time. And buying your tickets for your favorite event has never been easy. Game Time is the fastest and easiest way to buy tickets for sports, music, comedy, theater events, all near you. Killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. Stop stressing over tickets and getting hyped. You need to focus on enjoying your next event. Go download the Game Time app today. And forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of your event. Exclusive flash deals on football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you always get the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and the same row for less, Game Time has you covered and they will refund you with 110% of the difference. Make sure you snag those tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app today, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL. 20 bucks off your first purchase is what you'll get. Terms apply. Create an account today and redeem code LOCKEDONNHL for that 20 bucks off. Make sure you download that Game Time app. Last-minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. We are a part of the Locked On Podcast Network where you can find a Locked On Podcast of your favorite team in all four major sports leagues and the NCAA, your team every single day. Flip, just incredible, incredible play from the Florida Panthers. Not just the Florida Panthers, though, uh, in the NHL. Like, even the NBA and the Miami Heat. Think about this. Both Florida Panthers and Miami Heat yeah, coming into the playoffs in the eighth seed. Yep, both find themselves in the Eastern Conference Finals, up two nothing mm-hmm. against uh, some top tier teams. Just we'll leave it Wait, at that. The Heat are up three nothing, aren't they? Oh yeah, the Heat are Heat are up. Or is it two three nothing? I think I it's it was... two nothing. It might be no. The Denver Nuggets are up three nothing on the Lakers my bad, right my now. Bad. I okay. think the Heat are up 2-0. They might be playing uh, as... You're right, you're right. It's right two, now. it's two, it's two. Sorry, I was thinking the Nuggets. Both both yeah. kind of surprises, both, though. Both absolutely sensational. But yeah, both coming into the playoffs in eighth seeds. Miami, Florida, just absolutely loving life right now as they find yep. their two teams. And yes, their sir. superstars just showcasing. Jimmy Butler just taking over. Same hey. for Matthew Kachuk and Sergey Bobrovsky. Hey. We're going to start there. Matthew right. Kachuk, though, I'll, I'll throw it over to you. Just what an absolute incredible pickup mm-hmm. and trade from Bill, Z, uh, Bill Zito. Uh, just getting it done right now in the playoffs. I, I was talking to a friend the other day, Steele, and the what kind of like crystal ball 
is the Florida Panthers front office working with off the season? Jonathan Huberto had unbelievable. No, but seriously, what, what did they see to know that this is the kind I know contracts and situations happen, but what did they see to trade the franchise record and point player in Huberto? Someone also steal headed into this season. There wasn't much you could poke a hole in Huberto's game. He yeah. was an absolute stud of a player. And look at what this Florida Panthers team has done. And I don't know where to – Bobrovsky, sensational. 60 – was it – hold on. I got it here because you know me with the numbers. 63 saves in game one. And I know it was yeah. four overtime periods. Paul Maurice, the blue line. Guys like Carter Hagee, the Matthew Kachuk trade. Bennett, Reinhardt. This is one of the other questions that we'll get to, and I have to ask it to you, but let's start with Kachuk because, to me, there's not many other players still that at the top of the draft, and I mean the very top, I am not going to overlook Matthew Kachuk for many other players. Like, I mean, like, what's wrong with even taking him first overall? Seriously. With all that he brings to the table. Why not? Yeah, well... Too bold. I'm just saying, like, he's right now in the top 10, in my opinion. Well, let's start there, then. Let's talk about this Please. real quick. Maybe we're going to do this in the offseason as well, a little bit more in-depth. Oh, yeah. But let's go through some of the picks that... Where do you go with Matthew Kachuk? So, mm -hmm. real quick, I'll just start throwing some hockey players. For me, of course, number one, Connor McDavid. That's who goes number one. Leon Dreisaitl, number two. For sure. I think... Easily, Nathan McKinnon and David Pasternak are three and four, maybe interchangeable. Fair, fair. interchangeable. Um, interchangeable. I think at number five or six, you could easily go your boy Elias Pedersen or Miko Rantanen as well mm. after mm -hmm. the season they both just had. See, this is, and you know what, though? The first four players you said, I think, are solidified. And this is where, and this is where it gets start, close. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, this, this is, is where, where it starts. starts to... So the first four to me, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, Nathan McKinnon, David Pasternak. Mm. Those are the guys that are pretty much the top four, at, at least in top five. Yep. Uh, yep. It depends where they go. But I think at number five, especially when you start to get to number seven, number eight, that's when you can start thinking about throwing Matthew Kachuk in. We're talking about Matthew Kachuk. You know, David Pasternak went late in the second round in our fantasy league or early second mm -hmm. round. Matthew that Kachuk was, was right yeah. there as well with David Pasternak. Both those guys jumping up from the second to the first round. Uh, this upcoming fantasy season. So I think, what do you think? Number seven, number six around that area. Yeah. And I was, you know, throwing him out there at the number one is more so like, this is just how good he's been. Yeah. Right? When, oh, when you look at the list of postseason points, you know, 18 points for Kachuk so far. Uh, yes. I'm so spot on with you though. When you're talking about the number where we're projecting six feels good. Doesn't it? When you talk to Matthew Kachuk's, potential but yeah. also at the end of the day steel like he is just kind of putting together one of those seasons moving from calgary to florida getting it done all 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 of the angles that you can kind of break down here and hold on i'm bringing up this stat that i had i'm trying to zoom in on this thing it's not working it's really <laughs> rattling my cage ot ot goals he already has three this postseason yeah. this is just one of those caveats that yeah that doesn't translate to fantasy per se He's just got the confidence. He's got the clutch. He's got the ability. He plays with edge. Mm -hmm. He brings all of those angles to the table. And I think, yeah, six, seven, eight. I think if you miss out on Kachuk after the top 10, you're really kind of making a mistake. 
Yeah, but hey, let's see what he does for the rest of the postseason steal. <laughs> he might rocket up his value even more, although realistically, those guys are all studs. But what he's done is made people pay attention to him in a very serious way. Yeah, I think if you're letting Matthew Kachuk slip out of the top 10 uh, in your fantasy draft or even just out of the first round in your fantasy draft, you've clearly done something mm -hmm. wrong and you mm -hmm. need to <laughs> regroup and recircle on some things yes. about yourself. But yes. I'm there right with you. We are going to get to big time bets very, mm -hmm. very shortly. But real quick, I do want to talk about Sergei Bobrovsky, maybe where Thank his you. fantasy value takes Thank next you. year as well. Um, and, and I think this secures his starting job as well for next year. I don't think Spencer Knight's going to be the starting goaltender. I don't think it's going to be Alex Lyon or any, anybody else. It's mm -hmm. Sergei Bobrovsky's crease for next, uh, next season's uh, regular season. How about these numbers, though, during the regular season, Steele? 24, 20, and 3. You know, not, yeah. not great, not bad but a 3.07 goals against and barely a 900 save percentage. This is one of those things that I think I, you know, alluded to it off the top of the show. You can't predict this stuff. I don't think anyone on the planet <laughs> predicted Sergey, you know, you could have maybe said, Hey, Florida can go on no. a heater. You know, you may have predicted some upsets. Sure. I'm here for that conversation. I don't think it would have come through Sergey Bobrovsky after what we saw from him <laughs> this year. And, you know, what you're saying about Spencer Knight, for sure. Alex Lyon was in there, too. And it's like the fact that we even have to talk about Alex Lyon and Bobrovsky's doing what he's doing is a huge kind of come-to moment of this postseason has been one of the more unpredictable mm -hmm. ones that I've ever seen. We talked about the four teams that are in there. You wouldn't have called that. And maybe we weren't, like, kind of hyped up for it. These players are now kind of making this postseason exciting. Oh, also, yeah. every single game so far, Steel, OT. So things are getting kind of spicy. <laughs> Bobrovsky, insane. And I mentioned the regular season numbers. He was so good in game one. He was so good in game two as well. Yeah. Uh, I think, what was it here? I have it. I have it somewhere. Was it uh, 60, 63 saves in game one? Hold on, yeah, hold on, hold on. 63 saves. The, 63 like, saves is, in four overtimes. Yeah. This is where now you have to start to tip your cap to Bobrovsky. And why? And this is the last question I have for you. I haven't looked at the updated Vegas odds. Florida mm -hmm. now has that two-game lead. Should they not be the cup favorites right there? And, the, like, why not? Why not? It's, it's tough because Vegas, the Vegas Golden Knights are also up two nothing in their series as well. So I think, obviously but they could be, be, they should be evenly considered. I they guess should be. Yeah, they definitely should. And we'll have to bring those up very soon. But yeah, I just quickly wanted to mention, it's been unbelievable what we're watching firsthand from both Matthew Kachuk and Sergey Bobrovsky. Like, yes, Bobrovsky hasn't been under a 917 save percentage since game six against the Boston Bruins. Wow. Seven straight games. He's allowed two goals or less that's just incredible in itself you know you talked about the 63 saves his last three games have just been unbelievable 974 save percentage 969 mm. save percentage 962 save percentage it, it, it just it's it's honestly insane and incredible what the florida panthers and this this streak that they're kind of going on and this run that they're going on mm. like for me you know i don't want to take any credit away from the florida panthers I think this could easily be 2-0 Carolina or at least tied 1-1. Both games were in overtime. Mm -hmm. One mm -hmm. went to four overtimes. Like, And again, mm -hmm. this goes back to 
before this series with the Florida Panthers, Carolina was 86% at home in the past two years in the playoffs, 12 and two at home the past two seasons. They were actually a perfect hundred percent in games one and two in any round of the past two years, uh, two years playoffs. So it was very shocking to see Florida go into Carolina and win both games at home. But uh, again, you yeah. go into you you go in. You said you made a comment about you know the the crystal ball that the the front office had. Like even talk about Paul Maurice. Like he was with the Winnipeg Jets. Right. Left the Jets. Said right. they needed they needed a new voice in the room. Yeah. And six months later, signs with the Florida Panthers, and he's coaching them to what looks like the Stanley Cup Finals. Just an unbelievable run so far. But we are going to tee up Game Three of the Panthers and Carolina Hurricanes. Thank you so much. Uh, for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Don't forget, we are free and available on your favorite podcast platform, including YouTube. So make sure you hit the subscribe, hit the follow button. We appreciate all the love and support you show us every single day. Flip, big time bets, Carolina Mm -hmm. Hurricanes, Florida Panthers, game three. I'll throw it over to you. Where do you want to start with this? Thank you, sir. And actually, before I get to that nitty gritty, most consecutive road wins in a single playoff yes. run. Yes. Panthers have eight. Every other team with seven or more, including the LA Kings in 2012, every single one of those teams who have been able to win that many games on the road have won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, And that's kind of where I was going with maybe they should be right there as even odds with the Vegas Golden Knights as cup favorites. But at the end of the day, we're two games deep into both. Game three is obviously pivotal. And let's talk about that very quickly, Steele, because this is where things can maybe get out of hand very quickly for a Carolina team that we thought, I don't think, like, as you said, very accurately, two overtime games, a 4 OT game, maybe a couple of bounces. This is a lot different of a series and a lot different of a conversation that you and I are having. Yeah. Why don't I start with the Matthew Kachuk angle? Because honestly, I don't think there's like, hey, you might disagree with me on my other takes, but Matthew Kachuk has been such a stellar performer in the clutch. Even when he's kind of having an off game, I feel he's able to positively affect the game with how much energy he brings. But tonight, I'm going with the Kachuk anytime goal. I'm feeling it, Steele. He has been on a heater. He has been a difference maker. So let me start with that. Give me the Kachuk anytime goal because I know everything is pointing in the side of bet with Carolina. They have to salvage. They have to respond. I understand all of that. You might not like my other two picks, though, if you're going with that (laughs) angle. We'll have to see. I'm there with you, though. It's not one of my picks, but it's definitely going to be. It's an honorable mention. It's going to be in the parlay. I'm with you with the Matthew Mm -hmm. Kachuk anytime goal. My first, I've actually got two player props uh, for my first two picks. First pick, though, Seth Jarvis anytime goal at plus 300 right now. I think he's been one of the best uh, players so far for the Carolina Hurricanes this entire postseason, as well as this series so far. I think you can throw Yasperi. Coffee you know, I love that there too. as well. So Seth Jarvis needs to be shown some love. Uh, great game mm-hmm. one against the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they haven't won yet, but Seth Jarvis, anytime goal at plus 300. My second pick, though, I'm going with Brandon Montour, three plus shots on that, minus 154 like right it. now. He had three shots last game. The game before that, he had eight. In the game before that, he had nine. So 
if this game goes into overtime again, you know he's going to be putting the puck in net. But within 60 mm-hmm. minutes, I think he can uh, throw the puck on net at least three times. He's always jumping into the rush. He loves mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. some, uh, you know, odd man rushes as well, doing whatever he can in the offensive zone. So three plus shots at minus 154. This is the kind of time of season, though, honestly, still like we're going to come on here and give our best bets. We, you know, we do the research. We like the angles. We're watching a lot of hockey. It's just a time of year to really be careful with how much you're trying to invest. These games are going to be very tight. And as much as, you know, I'm going to explain my lock of the night and unders make sense. It's also just a hard time to handicap. Mm -hmm. You know, like teams get desperate. Things can get really wild here. Kachuk, I'm feeling that one. I'm okay with the odd there. I also think at the end of the day, Steele, and this is going to be maybe an unpopular opinion, I think the Panthers, I think the Carolina Hurricanes have all the pressure in the world here. Panthers are playing with house money. And sometimes in these series, that confidence, you know, the shift of uh, motivation, energy, all of these things that – don't really sound like betting angles factor into these outcomes of these games. And I really do think at minus one Oh five, the Panthers are also seven and three in their last 10 against Carolina all overall. Give me the Panthers on the money line. Why not? I'm so okay with the odd here in this situation. Yeah, of course, all of the sense Carolina uh, series on the line, but you want to go with them. Give me the Panthers on the money line and my lock of the night. If you're okay with it, I'm teasing it. Once again, the total, it's got to be under. I think this is going to, you're going to see a real scrappy affair, something where again, Carolina, they have to show their best. And I think when they're at their best, you and I can both agree. That means a really stingy defensive affair. Yeah. Ranta was in the net for game two. I don't know who's going to be in the cage for game three, but Give me the under six and six and a half, teasing it up. That's my lock of the night. And Panthers on the money line. I'm also liking that at minus 105. I, I think obviously they go back to Frederick Anderson. I think you just give him mm-hmm. you give him the night off, obviously, an extra day of rest because it goes to yeah. you know, it goes to fourth overtime. You can't, you know, the Florida Panthers don't really have the luxury of doing that. They don't have a no. backup in Auntie Ranta to really rely on. So they gotta go back to Sergey Rebrovsky. Mm-hmm. He gets mm-hmm. the job done. So I think we'll see Frederick Anderson back in the crease, but I'm with you right now with the under. I'm going under five and a half in this matchup. That is my lock of the night, minus 106. Let's look at this. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six games in a row for the Florida Panthers. It's been under the number. Mm. I just think that's the trend to go with. It looks like it's going to be a goalie battle between Anderson Auntie Ranta and Sergey Mabrosk, whoever's in the crease. We said this from the beginning. It's going to be a goalie bra- battle, and that's exactly what we're getting. So mm-hmm. I'm with you right there as well. Lock of the lock of the night under five and a half at minus one hundred six. And thank you so much for making the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast your first listen every single day. Make sure you're tuning in Monday through Friday, seven o'clock in the morning Eastern Time is when you can find our episodes. And again, thank you so much for for tuning in for today's episode with Flip and I. Have a great day. Good luck with all your bets out there. And we shall see you back here again tomorrow. Peace.